Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. If you feel like your allergies are having a comeback tour and you want relief quickly, you can try Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny, and itchy nose and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use this directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome to Switched on Pop. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. And I'm musicologist Nate Sloan. Nate, a few weeks back in March 2022, funny thing happened. On the way to the farm. What? Oh, zingers. I got zingers today. I have no idea what that means. Another reference that has left you shell-shocked. Similar to my combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell reference from our last show. I'm really out of it. But you know what's not out of it? Oh, good segue. Is the 90s grunge band Nirvana, Uh back in March, enters Billboard's Hot 100 for only the fifth time in history. Really? With their song, Something in the Way. Uh Uh-huh. Something in the way. Do you have any idea why the song came back? I believe it's featured in the soundtrack to the moody latest installment of the the Batman franchise. Yeah, it's very fitting because it is this sort of noir, very dark take on Batman. Mm. And the song has a very cinematic quality to it because it might remind you of another very dark motif. Ooh, it might, but it doesn't. Did not see that coming. This is Frederick Chopin, the funeral march from the B-flat major piano sonata. Did I get that right? Flat major, you said? B-flat major? B-flat minor, Nate. Oh man, that's I musicology PhD revoked. Are you sure? Wait, no, but are you sure the sonata's not in B flat major and that particular movement's in B flat minor? Nope, it's B flat minor, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I had a good run. <laughs> I, it's, it's been fun. Switched on pop. The end. No, yeah, no, no. Okay. I need a new good. intro. Former <laughs> disgraced musicologist. Nate disgraced Sloan. musicologist. Okay. So just to isolate it with something in the way, you've got this dark harmonic motif. Mm. The adjective dirge-like comes to mind. And in the Chopin, it's the same thing, just in a different key. That's some deep analysis, Chuck. This dark motif is so embedded in our cultural understanding of darkness, this funeral Mm. march, that, as I said, it's cinematic and it actually folds its way into the Batman soundtrack. hear it in the bell 
really seems like a for whom the bell tolls. Mm, boom, boom. Very menacing. Very menacing. Very ominous. Wait, so you're saying the Batman isn't like this cheery, feel-good, escapist, like, rom-com? I, I totally misunderstood the premise of that film. No, that was the George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger version from decades ago. Which deeply shaped my childhood. Okay, it all makes sense now. Maybe, unfortunately, I think new childhoods are being formed around this Batman film, which is quite dark and uses this very melancholic theme that was fitting in the 90s when Nirvana played it. Uh, this is an era coming out of the excesses of the 80s where you see a newfound activism and anti-corporatism, a very sort of give no F's attitude and DIY aesthetic where new music first called grunge mm. captivates audiences and eventually becomes extremely popular, known as this sort of meta category of alternative music. Alternative, presumably, to the manufactured corporate pop hits of the top 40 that's right yeah okay and in addition to nirvana being back in the spotlight for a minute alternative music is having a moment again hmm. our colleague justin curto at vulture had a great article all about the ways that rock based music is having a comeback but especially alternative you have artists like olivia rodrigo and willow smith who are referencing 90s alternative music to change the sound of contemporary pop and so today I want to do a Chart Breakers episode where we pick standout songs off the charts that are doing something interesting. We're going to look at the alternative charts to try to take a tour of the wide variety of sounds contained in the probably overly broad umbrella of alternative. And here's some things that might surprise us. I'm so down. I got five songs for you. Okay. The first one is from singer B. Christie, goes by Biba Doobie. She's got a song, Care. Went to number 18 on U.S. Alternative Airplay. It's been since Start slow, verse with acoustic guitar, mellow voice. Builds into this, what she calls an angry girl anthem. The chorus busts out with thrashing electric guitars. That's really fun. When I first heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, that sound is instantly familiar. What is it? What is that thing that they're doing? I'm not sure, but it transports me back to the 1990s in a powerful way. Yeah, there's this musical thing that they do in the chorus. It's that that kind of stop time thing. Yeah, maybe a disgraced musicologist could tell us what the actual technical <laughs> term is. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not... You know, I don't know anything uh, anymore. I've, I've, I'm not sure. I think of it kind of like a headbang stop. It's like you're headbanging along to the music. The instruments all hit, drop out at the moment you kind of like hold your head in the air. Hair flying forward. Vocalist yeah. makes this bold pronouncement. Yeah. In jazz, it would be called stop time where you have the the band does like a hard hit and then there's silence for one instrument to do something and then another hit and then silence but we need we do need a, an appropriately alternative term for it and sure okay so headbang stop headbang stop uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it for now either way i was racking my brain for where have i heard this before and it actually brought me back to nirvana their song heart-shaped box from 1993 mm. 
opens in a similar, very mellow kind of way. And then it breaks out in full force anger. Very cool, Chuck. I mean, it's slightly different. The Biba Doobie is a full, there's full silence there for the vocal after the chunk chunk. Like, head, so it's not so slightly different. It's not a full headbang stop in Nirvana. It's a headbang pause or something. I mean, I'm not done here. It turns out that this uh-huh. headbang stop slash pause thing, still looking for a better term. Phone lines are open. It's a total cliche of alternative music. A cliche I happen to really enjoy. Okay, t- take me down the rabbit hole. Holes, celebrity skin. Tracy Bonham's mother, mother. And Weedus's teenage dirtbag. Is the sound of the 90s. <laughs> da-da, ow, da-da, ow. Teenage Dirtbag actually was year 2000, but I think that your analysis may be bringing you back into your degree, maybe a little bit less of a disgraced musicologist. I don't, I don't need your condescension, Charlie. Don't, <laughs> don't patronize me, but do tell me more about this alt-rock Revival. All right. My absolute favorite song that's happening anywhere right now is I actually don't know how to say it. It's by the band Wet Leg. And it's either Chaise Lounge or maybe Chaise Long. Hey, you over there on the Chaise Long in your underwear. What are you doing sitting down? You should be horizontal now. Another very fun track you brought us. It is a fun song, mm-hmm. and it's getting pick up. Went to 14 on the U.S. Alternative Airplay chart. They're formed by a duo from the Isle of Wight, mm-hmm. Rianne Teasdale and Hester Chambers, two college friends. They'd been in and out of bands. They just wanted to make something that was delightful, a little irreverent, like their name, Wet Leg. I think it might be one of the worst band names ever, which makes it that much better. (laughs) It's a regional insult for off-islanders. And the music is this DIY post-punk kind of vibe that doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't have much I can say more about it because I was left speechless the first time I heard it. I agree with all your impressions and accolades. And I'm curious if you hear this reaching back to a particular alt-rock reference of your. It reminds me a bit of The Slits, the song Typical Girls. Slits are a London-based 70s post-punk group. Obviously not alternative, but I really think that the framing of the word alternative is fundamentally flawed and doesn't actually mean a lot. It just is the thing which is the other thing that's just kind of in the rock world. Uh, so we're here to, let me regain some of my academic 
credentials for a minute. We're here to destabilize, problematize, unpack, perhaps, the very definition of alt-rock. We might achieve that by the end of the episode when we listen to some more songs. But in the case of Wet Leg and The Slits, I like how both of them are playing with ideas of female decorum, Mm. flipping the script on overtly sexual music in a very humorous way. I've really been enjoying this Wet Leg track, so I'm glad we had the opportunity to discuss it. What else do you have up your sleeve in terms of modern songs referencing historic alt-rock? I've got three more, and number two is going to surprise you. (laughs) I'll tell you right after a quick break. No! Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. If you have allergies, then I've got a familiar scenario for you. You wake up on a beautiful spring morning and peek outside. You get a feel of that nice breeze, but then you start to feel a little tickle in your nostrils. That tickle is the spring air telling you to go be a hermit and avoid the outside because you'll soon be a sniffling, sneezing mess. But don't listen to it. Allergies suck, but a good nasal spray makes all the difference. I personally learned that I suffer from adult onset allergies, and it's a real bummer. But a good allergy med makes all the difference for my ability to go out in the springtime to smell magnolias, my favorite flower. If you also want relief quickly to get back to breathing in the spring air, you can try Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Calling all female runners. It's time to lace up and join Team Milk. Since the 2022 New York City Marathon, Team Milk has sponsored female marathon runners nationwide, providing support and shining a spotlight on their unique stories, perseverance, and drive to go the distance. Why milk? Dairy milk is an excellent nutritional ad for both marathon training and recovery. Milk contains 13 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, making it a crucial component of a training diet. Plus, it's one of the best beverages for hydration, even better than water. The same electrolytes that are added to many of your favorite sports drinks are found naturally in milk. And in 2024, Team Milk is taking the next step to empower female runners by launching the only women's marathon in the U.S. designed for and by women. Built to be accessible, empowering, and community building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. Chartbreakers, alt rock, we're back. Is it the right term? We're going to find out on this episode of Chartbreakers. Doon, doon, cheat, doon, doon, cheat, doon, doon, chart, doon, doon, break. Okay, real talk, the whole alternative thing just, it doesn't really hold up for me because you could say like, oh, well, it's like guitar-based music, but then also there's synthesizers. Yeah, there's some like drum programming. It's not It's not defined by a certain kind of acoustic or organic palette. That's not it. 
It's also not even defined necessarily by being alternative in the sense of not being mainstream because so many of 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 these alt rock tracks are like hugely commercially successful. So yeah, what what is this term anyway? Well, maybe we can unpack that more with the next song by an artist who is quite mainstream and has made a radical shift to a different sound that we had unfortunately kind of ignored on the show. I'm talking about Halsey and her song, I Am Not A Woman, I'm A God, went to number six on the U.S. Alternative Airplay and even up to number 64 on the Hot 100. So this song actually came as a recommendation from our overwhelmingly excellent editor, Julie Myers. She left us a voice note, her thoughts on the track. Something I love about Halsey's vocals on this track is that she maintains an interesting control while still managing to sound raw. It's like a barely restrained violence. They are not a woman, they're a god. They are not a martyr, they're a problem. And if she chooses to smite you, then it will be a totally rational act. When I was an angry teen, Nine Inch Nails really hit the spot. But it always had, like, a real masculine flavor to it. Halsey braids a seething feminine rage into this industrial rock landscape in such a satisfying way. It's unapologetic. Women are sick of saying they're sorry. Gods don't have to. Halsey teamed up with... Nine Inch Nails producers Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for this record. And it does sound kind of like a mashup of Nine Inch Nails Closer. With some of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross's later soundtracking for the film Social Network. I like what Halsey's doing with this sound. They're taking that frustration that you can hear in the sonics of the industrial production, but taking away that very undeniably masculine sound that you can hear in Nine Inch Nails' work. And it makes sense because they described this project as a concept album about the joys and horrors of pregnancy and childbirth. Halsey was pregnant during the project. Yeah, some of the electric electronic production textures here are a little sinister like a little menacing even but then as joe lee said there's something about halsey's voice that is at once very commanding and also there are those kind of cracks in it too all of which as a listener makes me feel really kind of uneasy in a very compelling way I think that's appropriate because the song is dealing with this duality of being a woman or a god. And as Jolie says, we can hear it in her voice. In fact, in the chorus, there's almost two Halseys singing in completely different styles at the same time. The first voice in their lower register has this authority to it. But singing over themselves is the screaming voice. And then in the bridge, the screaming voice isolates. 
Nate, what's wild is that that duality isn't just in how she sings the vocal. It's also in how the harmony and melody intersect in the music. Because the song, I would argue, is in a minor key. The main chords are minor. And then I have to learn the riff again. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So when that minor chord progression is playing, it clashes against this major descending melodic line, leaving us in this uncertain place of tonality in the same way that Halsey is confronting their own struggle with identity. Well, I dig that, Charles. Well, this is very illuminating. Gives us another glimpse of what alternative rock might mean in the 2020s. Let's try another one. Let's do it. All right. We've got... Machine Gun Kelly with Lil Wayne. I knew it was coming. Got a song. It was inevitable. A? I? A? Are you okay? What just happened? What? What? No, 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 no. What just, what was that? A-I-A? I'm trying to say the name of the song. It's A-I-A. It's A-Y exclamation point. A? You're from Canada? A-Y exclamation point? That's I. 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 It's number six on the alternative <laughs> streaming song charts. <laughs> Sunshines, I know better than to trust anything that I say to myself when I'm this high. Hey, 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 hey. Nope, it was A. It was A. It was A all along. It was A all along. And it is a song that gets to what we were talking about just a second ago where oh, the boundaries of genre and titling things alternative. Yeah, right. You know? I think what we're really breaking here is just the idea of the alternative charts, but here they are. So we're going to stick to it. This is a song that is like three different styles all put together. You've got Machine Gun Kelly, who is the rapper, singer, musician, actor, tabloid, fodder, multi-hyphenate, pairing up with rapper Lil Wayne and producer Travis Barker, the drummer from Blink-182. I think he's on all of the songs on the Hot 100 at the given moment producing in the background. And the opening of A has the sadness of a Blink-182 pop punk kind of song. I wrote a letter to myself in the form of a song I can play when the sun shines. Reminds me of a track like I Miss You. Hello there. So you've got the Travis Barker Blink-182 kind of vibe, but then on A, 17 seconds into the song, we get Trap 808s and hi-hat sounds. And this is very fitting because the world of emo rap, which combines these styles, is very popular at the moment. And we get a rap verse from Lil Wayne himself. 
When I'm this high, when I'm this high, I just looked in the mirror, who is this guy? It's cool to hear Lil Wayne on this track because I feel like he was such a pioneer of this sound, this alt-rock emo meets hip-hop blend, right? Back in 2010, he released an album, Rebirth, that was a rock album, and he just defied all the expectations and all the haters. turned out to be very prescient i think because now so many hip-hop artists are borrowing the language of emo and alt-rock and so many alt-rockers are borrowing the language of hip-hop so these two genres have like met in the middle in this really interesting way and here's Lil wayne the progenitor like lending his stamp of approval to machine gun kelly i'm i'm into it and i think you're wise to point this one out because when lil wayne put that record out it was not the sound of hip-hop no it was definitely an out there kind of move a very alternative kind of move if you will he got so much flack and 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 people making fun of him it's it's man he but he was so ahead of the curve in fact yeah yeah totally okay maybe for our final pick a song yes. that actually hasn't quite made it to the charts yet. Mm. But I, too, think it's maybe on the bleeding edge or something. This is Willow's song Purge with Sick Brain. Love Willow. I like to I probably wouldn't have said this until we did a whole episode devoted to breaking down Willow's single with Travis Barker, Transparent Soul. But I can say avowedly, I'm a fan of Willow, and this track does not disappoint. She has found a way to channel all the best parts of alternative music and make them speak to people today. Yeah, you've got like new metal-y stuff, hardcore, mm. emo very post-genre. I like that it opens with that heavy guitar riff and that spoken vocal. But when we get to the chorus, the whole song bursts out. I'm curious if you hear any forebears. Nate, you just gave me a total Muppet face. Could you describe <laughs> your reaction? It's it's guttural, intense metal screaming. It's like pulling out demons from deep inside your soul and exercising them for the world. But you want a very specific musical reference, and I can't provide that for you. I hear at least two. I capture this sort of smooth legato hookiness, this pop sensibility that reminds me of Evanescence Bring Me to Life. Okay, I'll bite. And then how about the screaming bit that you caught? That reminds me of 
the sort of like alt metal, new metal sounds of the Deftones, a song like My Own Summer. Yep. It's hard to do that. Screaming like that takes a lot of control and practice. Very cool to hear that. Willow, wow. What can't she do? Well, what she hasn't done yet is break into the charts with Purge, though she seems to be everywhere else on the charts with plenty of other music. But this one caught my ear, so I would like to see it continue to mess up our idea of what alternative music might mean, because today we have talked about industrial stuff. We've talked about screaming things. We've talked about emo things. We've talked about irreverent post-punk. <laughs> and we started off with the Batman. I mean, that's that's very encouraging, right? Like, we don't want to box genres in and narrow them and consolidate them. We want to expand them and explode them. And it's cool that artists are doing that. So what you're saying is that your academic methodologies might still serve a purpose here on the show? I, I quote you. You said I was wise earlier. Can I still call myself a musicologist? Da, 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 Nate, da, I doth you da, da, your da, academic da, cap da, da, of musicological da, expertise. Da, 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 you have da, earned da, your cloak. Da, 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 da. Is that what you guys use? Cloaks and weird hats and things? It's very medieval cult-like. Yep. It's hood and gown, not a cloak. <laughs> you're, still in, you're still in Batman, I think. But, <laughs> I but did not go to graduate and, school. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm going to celebrate by going to listen to some wet leg right now. This episode of Switched On Pop was edited by Jolie Myers. Thank you for the wonderful voice note. Engineered by Brandon McFarland and Chris Shirtliff. Illustrations by Iris Gottlieb. Community management by Abby Barr. Our executive producers are Nishat Kerwan and Hannah Rosen. A member of the Vox Media Podcast Network and a production of Vulture. You can find more episodes of our show anywhere you listen to podcasts, as well as our website, switchedonpop.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at switchedonpop. And we're dying to know what your favorite contemporary tracks that harken back to the glory days of what was once called alt-rock until we record this episode. Uh, so hit us up there. And Charlie, do you have a, a playlist that you're, you're going to share with the good people? I'll post all the songs from this episode in a playlist on social media. And come back again next Tuesday. We're going to be speaking with one of Nate's college rock favorite bands, Bell and Sebastian. It's going to be a lot of fun. And until then, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. One final shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. You know what's a terrible question? What's your favorite part of having nasal allergies? I don't know. Absolutely nothing. Luckily, you might be able to find some relief with Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's astaproallergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running. 
And that's not the case. Most runners hate running. <laughs> but they choose to do it. In the new docu-series Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon, taking place in Savannah, Georgia, on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com. <laughs> 